What's up, everyone? This is Nick Clark. I am your host for Play Hard and Love Big Radio. My wife, Katie, and I own Spotted Dog Yoga and Sup Shop in Folsom, California, where we retail Holla Gear inflatable paddleboards. Spotted Dog Yoga is a proud affiliate of Baptiste Yoga, and Holla Gear inflatable paddleboards are the best damn inflatable paddleboards out on the market. So if you need some damn good yoga or you need a damn good paddleboard, you're going to want to check us out at SpottedDogYoga.com. We do yoga in studio and online, so if you're not around Folsom, you can join us on the live stream or on On Demand. And um, we do adventures and have a really cool swag shop with a bunch of really great paddle boards too so if you are in the area come in do some yoga if you're not get online and do it with us nonetheless welcome to the breakdown this is a podcast that i typically record from a live class that's done at the studio on zoom through the studio every monday night at 7 30 p.m pacific standard time 8 30 p.m mountain standard time However, this evening, there was nobody signed up for the live class. So I'm just recording the podcast on my notes and what it is that I want to share and posting it here for you. The next week, we'll jump back on with some live participants, hopefully, and we'll continue to move the train forward, if you know what I'm saying. First thing I want to do is just do a quick recap on the the first three breakdown classes that are on the podcast play hard and love big radio you can find that on our website you just scroll down and click on it if you want to reference back to it so in the first three classes we covered the five pillars of baptiste yoga i also dug deeper into ujjayi and we talked about how to use your ujjayi breath intentionally to create expansion and contraction more strength and more flexibility in your body and we also talked about stira sukhamasana which is a way to create a little bit more balance in your effort and energy as you move through a yoga practice the five pillars of baptiste yoga are number one drishti which is your gaze Your gaze can be used in a few different ways to help you get present. You can focus your drishti to one specific spot as a way to get more connected to your body and what's happening inside of you. And as I said, as a way to get more present in your life and in your practice. You can also use your drishti as an intentional way to check your alignment to make sure that your bones are aligned in a proper way that gives you the most efficiency. Again, using your eyes like this, or any way that you're using your eyes in the space that is conscious and intentional, is a way to get you more present. Drishti is the cornerstone pillar, which means that the strength of your drishti reflects the strength of your flow. It's much more challenging to create flow on and off your mat if your drishti is all over the place. Something to think about. Something to chew on through the week. The second pillar of Baptiste Yoga is Ujjayi. Ujjayi in Sanskrit means victorious breath. 
It is a breath that is drawn in and out of the nose while lightly constricting the back of your throat. Sounds similar to the sound of Darth Vader or like long ocean waves rolling to shore. Not necessarily short ocean waves crashing on your head. Ujjayi breath is a really useful tool in heating up your body from the inside out as well as giving your ears and your mind a sound to anchor to that connects you to the present moment. It also is a very powerful way to learn how to maneuver your body within your postures. The third pillar of Baptiste Yoga is Bandhas. Bandhas are energetic locks, and there's quite a few in our body. The three that we focus on from the foremost in building foundation in Baptiste Yoga are your core, your hands, and your feet. Here the idea is that the more you're connected to the bandhas in your hands, which are called your hastas, and the more you're connected to the bandhas in your feet, which are called your padas, and the more you're connected to your center, your mula bandha, your uliana bandha, your jalandhara bandha, your centered line, then the more stability and more flexibility and more expansion you'll be able to create. By utilizing your banta, so you give yourself stability, but also you create a lot of heat in your body. So it's really, really important that you're using your drishti, your ujjayi, and your bantas in unison as a way to generate and create the fourth pillar of Baptiste Yoga, which is called tapas. Tapas, not the Spanish appetizer. Tapas, the internal purifying flame. It is different than... And we talked about this on the podcast. It's different than the room temperature. It's different even than the heat you feel in your body. Tapas is something in a sense is very spiritual in my relationship with it. That occurs naturally from putting in all the different elements of the practice in a present way. It's a heat that you can feel burning away things that are in your way not conceptually like if and i know i'm speaking conceptually but in the experience tapas is a burning away like being in the fire and the fire just burning away that which you no longer need tapas I'd be interested to know if you've had that experience like I have. The fifth pillar of Baptiste Yoga is a byproduct of all the other four pillars. It's called Vinyasa. Vinyasa. Ooh, that was a weird one. I had like a little hoo. Vinyasa is flow. Vinyasa is the name of the style of practice. Baptiste Power Vinyasa Yoga. Flow is found in a lot of different places. Well, let me just be... Uh, let me clear up what I'm saying. Flow is found everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere is flow. You're either in the flow or you're out of the flow. You know, like you know when you're in the flow and you know when you're out of the flow. There's flow in yoga practice. There's flow in your relationships. There's flow from pose to pose, from child's pose to shavasana. There's 
flow within each pose flow is everywhere and like i said you're either in flow or you're out of flow and this practice if you work the five pillars will help bring you back into alignment and help you bring you back into flow and help you achieve and discover those things that you really really want from your core that are the most important fuck the rest all that other stuff is just clouding your mind believe it i got a quite a few of those things that are clouding my mind Ujjayi breath is a powerful tool, especially if you're using it intentionally. And what we covered in last week's podcast, if you want to reference back to that one, is how on inhales, your body is expanding. It's going in an expanding way upwards. Any movements you're doing that upward moving, you're using an inhale. And when you're breathing out, your body is contracting and you're using your out breaths and poses where your body is going downward that being said when you're breathing in the idea to breathe when you're breathing in is to pull in so pull in as you breathe in as you expand and as you breathe out expand out from your center as you fold forward as you contract your extensions will become much bigger and your contractions will help you discover more space thus lengthening and opening up your whole body and all your good juju and energy seriously you'll have more expansion in your life you'll have more a deeper relationship with contraction in your life and you'll have more balance as well as more space to see the world in a completely different way The last thing that we talked about in the breakdown last week is the importance of taking the principle of stira sukham asanam with you into your practice. Stira being more like a firm, like firm, strong approach. Sukham being like like a soft, relaxed, easeful approach. The definition I really like of it is... um, intentionality with ease right like a powerful approach but like a with a jedi mind something like that okay so approaching your practice with stira asana is a really important facet to all of this because it's you know allows you to understand that at least for me that it doesn't happen overnight it does require work i can't just sit sit there and wish for it to happen But it doesn't happen overnight. And so I don't have to burn myself out in my quest for whatever goal it is that I'm looking for. So there you have it. That's my best version of the breakdown from the first month. And um, I think it's pretty clear that, and I want to reemphasize, it's really clear that in this practice of Baptiste Yoga, we do not focus on the poses when we don't. We focus more on and place more importance on the principles. So yeah, I mean we're focusing on the the alignment of your body and this the basic structure and shape of your body and a pose and a posture. But more importantly than any of that is the what's the what's happening inside the inner workings of your pose. What I realize and is that 
by not focusing on the shape of a posture, by not worrying about what it looks like in a mirror, what it would look like in an Instagram shot, <laughs> by just focusing on the internal workings, for example, like pull in, press down, and lift up to expand. And working on principles internally within each pose, no matter how old I get, whether I'm sitting in a chair or still able to move on the floor, I'll be able to do yoga in a way that lifts me up, that makes me feel better, that makes me a better person, makes me less reactive, um, and helps me enjoy life all the way to the very, very end, to the last life. We don't have to wait to die. We can enjoy life to the very end, and this is a useful tool that you can always take with you. And So remember that. Principles, not postures. Principles hold a lot of value and will give your practice longevity. This evening... On the podcast, I'm going to cover the five five organizing principles of Baptiste Yoga. The first organizing principle of Baptiste Yoga is be intentional in creating the physical foundation of the pose and being up to something bigger, brighter, and grander than yourself. Right, so, wow, let's just talk, talk about it in relationship to your mat and life. In everything that you do, there's an opportunity for it to be very intentional or very unintentional. Or like kind of intentional, but more sloppy. Or so, so intentional, really, really intentional that there's no give. Be intentional in creating the physical foundation of the pose. It can mean something different for each one of you. So I want you to think about, like, what does that mean for you? For me, it, for me, it means be intentional in setting up my posture on my mat. Be intentional in creating the space and the listening and the speaking that I need to in my relationships. And being very aware on a different level of the importance of what's said first, what's done first, um, as a way of propelling life forward, propelling my practice forward, propelling my conversations forward, being very intentional from the get-go on what it is that I'm doing. And by doing that, I'll be up to something greater than myself because I won't be thinking about the conversation. I won't be thinking about the pose. I won't be thinking... I'll be present. And that allows me to be up to something greater than myself. So, you do that. Be intentional in creating the physical foundation of the pose and be up to something greater than yourself. And see what comes up for you. Notice. Maybe even write down if that works for you. Or share a friend. Share with a friend. Why Why is that important to you? It'll be important to you for different reasons than me, I'm sure. The second organizing principle of Baptiste Yoga is create stira sukha, create balanced action. So we talked about that just a moment ago. Super important, right? That within the intentional foundation and being up to something greater than yourself, that there's room for flow and there's a foundation. That you're intentionally creating a powerful movements at the same time you're being easeful and your mind and your approach. So again, think about what that means for you. Jot it down or share with a friend. But create stereo on and off your yoga mat. 
and see what happens for you this week. The third organizing principle of Baptiste Yoga is the five pillars. Put in and create put in and create the five pillars of Baptiste Yoga. Put in and create. Put that's not right. It's put in and keep present. Put in and keep present the five pillars of Baptiste Yoga. I guess create could kind of work there. But yeah, we talked about that already here in this call. But uh, again, my suggestion for you is to notice where in your life putting in and keeping present the five pillars of Baptiste Yoga, Drishti, Ujjayi, Bandhas, Tapas, and Vinyasa, where it makes an impact and how it makes an impact. I noticed this weekend I went on a bike ride up near Bogus Basin here in Boise on this ride. It's so sweet. It's called the East Side. I just like being like, East Side? That's why I just love saying that, going off the very top of it. But the the downhill is the very first part, and it's intense and windy, and there's rocks, and there's logs, and it's super fun. There's sand. It's great in the when it's raining, but tough when it's dry right so there's a lot of elements there's tight trees sometimes like i feel like i'm like two or three inches from a huge tree on my right or my left side so there's like bobbing in and out of trees um and i noticed this weekend how important my drishti was how important it was to put my eyes where i wanted to go and the moments that i put my eyes where i didn't want to go or I saw that log or that rock or that sand and thought, oh, shit, how do I avoid that? Those are the times that I went towards those things and also when it became more difficult for me. Putting my attention on where I wanted to go on the trail gave me the ability to make decisions very, very quickly and gave me more flow on my bike. So... That's some way that it showed up for me. Where is it happening for you off your yoga mat? Consider that if you're not doing yoga at all, you're not even, you're not, forget it. You're not going to the studio, but forget that. You're like not doing it online. Oh, and you're not even meditating. If you're not doing that stuff, then you want to get back to doing that stuff. And that's when you'll start to recognize the stuff that's um, where it's showing up in your life. You know, but if you're not doing the work on your mat, then it's not going to show up as much in your life. The work that you do on your mat facilitates your whole life. So if you're having an issue with someone um, or like a relation, business relationship or uh, whatever, like you're having anything that's off in your life, take a look at your yoga practice. And if some, if one of those things is missing inquiry meditation or asana jump on it and, or all of them are missing jump on it and get to work and you'll start to see shifts in your life i guarantee it the fourth organizing principle of baptiste yoga reflects that inner work and it's called total body integrity pull in press down and lift up to integrate create muscle to bone connection hug in to your center line and your core again all i want to do is just talk about the importance of hugging into your center line 
in your body gives you protection and stability, all that stuff. But really, down deep, what it does is it connects you to a different level of listening and understanding who you are and gives you a different outlook in the world. So create total body integrity. Share with a friend. Write it down. Maybe just talk to yourself in the car about where it comes up. Whatever. But notice that on and off your yoga mat, where's our total, bo- total body integrity? Okay, and the fifth pillar of Baptiste Yoga, total body expression. Press, lift, move, and fully express out. Express out from center line and core. This is what we're working towards, you know, by being intentional, creating stirasuka, keeping the five pillars present, creating total body integrity, doing all that work. In our body and a pose, well, in our life and every pose, right? This is what we're working towards total body expression. This is not a small thing. You know, you maybe read through this, those of you that are teachers, you like memorize all the five, the five organizing principles, the five pillars, all the different bits and pieces of methodology. Maybe you're a brand new student, you never heard this shit before, and you're like, what is he talking about? I gotta remember what that is. Like, just remember this. If you do the work in these yoga practices and you dig deeper and you learn, strive to learn more and you get more into the principles and you memorize the principles and then you start to embody the principles, then your practice takes on a whole new life. It's called total body expression. And your practice facilitates your life. So you're really doing the practices and you're really working your postures your meditation your inquiry you're doing it on your mat you'll start to do more of it in your life and the more you do of it in your life the more you'll find expression everywhere you may start to see opportunities that have always been there for you but that you just didn't see before your life could open up so many different ways and that's why I want to share this stuff with you and I'm so excited you took the time to listen in so that's what we're going for total body expression from the five organizing principles of Baptiste Yoga and straight out of my mouth Nick Clark your host of Play Hard and Love Big Radio listen I'm sending some serious prayers to you down there in Northern California the Caldor fire and any fire that's happening in that part of the state right now. It is a mess. And I just send my prayers and love out to all the people there. Um, definitely that part of the world touched me in a very special way and brought me back to earth in some really neat um, ways that I will always remember. You know, I grew up in Colorado and Um, in the little town called Durango. So I was always around forest fires. And, you know, there's a few pretty close ones in the time that I was living there. There's something special about a place, wherever it is. You know, there's, it's a relationship. When we live there, when we're, um, you know, connected to the place 
it's a special relationship that you know holds uh, some really deep meaning and a lot of deep connection and when those things are injured or taken away from us or uh, leave us then it hurts and can be painful and so I get it I mean I have serious connection to land and um, you know obviously like property and all the things that you know you've worked for and whatnot that are anyway those of you that are out there I just want to let you know that sending you love and and everything's gonna be all right just got to believe that um we have a cool program coming up in december it's actually it's eight months long but it's only one weekend a month and we did we created this program called awaken as a way to be intentional in creating the physical foundation of your pose through yoga and to take eight months and to just slowly, intentionally work towards a fuller expression of yourself. Eight months can sound daunting, but it's really, like I said, it's only one weekend per month. And we did it purposely because we put these programs on every year. And up to this point, you know, we've done, in six years, we've done something like 17 trainings at Spotted Dog Yoga. And I feel like, I mean, we've touched a lot of people's lives. And... Um, the people that have gone through them have been remarkable and have had remarkable shifts. Um, But we feel like that there's an opportunity for more people to experience this program by lengthening it out over a certain period of time and also think that there's a huge opportunity to make pivotal shifts in your life by doing the program in the eight-month period. Um... It's for anybody. It's for someone who's brand new to yoga, never rolled out a yoga mat, to someone who's done 500 hours of teacher training with us or in any other studio. Um, your yoga's paid for for the whole eight months. It's basically a commitment that you're making for an awesome year. And um, the person we're looking for is somebody who wants to create intentional shift and keep doing those things that they're doing but like fine tune and look deeper into how they could um, go you know enrich their lives and um, deepen their connection to their family their loved ones their community all through the practice of yoga so i dang i hope you hear this and i hope you say i want to do that and i hope you sign up for more information on that program head to spotteddogyoga.com and click on yoga programs You'll be able to find it pretty easy. If you have a hard time navigating our site, you can always go to our Instagram or Facebook pages. Of course, we're on the social media channels. And try not to be on there an overwhelming amount of time because it can be one of those things that sucks out brain power. I love you. That's enough of my talking. Have a great rest of your evening. Join me next week for the breakdown. It's a Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. For now, this is Nick Clark chiming out from Eagle, Idaho. Namaste.